The Kardashians can sell anything, right? Well, what about nutritional supplements? Acknowledge it or not, the Kardashians are disruptive figures in today's pop culture. Googling the Kardashian effect, you get a number of different definitions of kind of what that means, but maybe the most widely used comes from the Urban Dictionary, oddly enough. And it states that the Kardashian effect is the ability for a public figure who has absolutely no contribution to society to spin his or her fame into an asset and be able to cash in on it. Now, to be fair, I don't necessarily agree with this definition especially if we look at this through the lens of today. They might have been famous for being famous in the 2000s, but if you look at the 2010s and now the 2020s, they've become a cultural force to be reckoned with. But the main thing that I wanna focus on with the Kardashian effect is their ability to leverage and utilize social media to kind of further grow their personal brands and through that, they were able to also monetize their personal brands in a way that essentially laid the groundwork for today's influencer marketing world that is worth, I think it just crossed $10 billion in total spent. And if you look at just the number one job that youth would like to grow up and become, they say influencer or YouTuber, you know, so just the cultural phenomenon that's happened around influencers and just how Generation Z and younger are really thinking about themselves as brands and how to monetize themselves really kind of came from the Kardashians. And people can argue that there's a bad to what I'm talking about with the good that maybe was caused from all this, but I'll let you guys focus on the bad and I'll keep focusing on the positives in terms of my pieces of content. But if we look at Kim, Courtney, Chloe, and then the two Jenners of Kylie and Kendall, just their Instagrams combined have a total of around like 800 million followers. And just to kind of expand on what that means or how quickly that distribution power of their marketing messages or just what they're talking about, their personal brand can create in terms of like commercialization or just like revenue effects. Just a few highlights that I thought were pretty impressive is that several years ago, Kim Kardashian launched these Kim emojis, which produced I think over a million dollars in the first minute through the app store. A little bit after that, Kylie Jenner posting a picture on Instagram with just kind of her lips a little bit fuller, admitted to having fillers done within a matter of a day. The request from cosmetic surgeons of fillers um, had went up 70%. You also had Kylie Jenner mentioning that Snapchat was no longer cool anymore and she was no longer going to use that. And within that same day, Snapchat lost $1.3 billion of market cap with their stock. More recently, Kim Kardashian sold out of her shapewear line Skims in a matter of minutes, reportedly doing almost $3 million in business within a few minutes. Chloe 
co-launched a body positive denim jean company called Good American. And again, that raked in more than a million dollars just on launch day, but arguably the most successful business endeavor out of all of the Kardashian Jenner girls has been with Kylie Jenner in her Kylie cosmetics brand that made her the youngest self-made billionaire in the world. And she recently sold a stake of her business to beauty giant Cody in November of 2019. And while successful on their own, I think it would be naive for us to think that there wasn't some like Kardashian effect that rubbed off on some of the ex-husbands of both Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner. You had Kanye West that his Yeezy athleisure and sneaker brand now does well over $1 billion in annual revenue and is reportedly worth more than the Jordan brand. Also Travis Scott that was married to Kylie Jenner. In 2020, he was able to receive more than $100 million in sponsorships through deals with McDonald's, deals with Epic Games that does Fortnite and also Nike. And I haven't even scratched the surface of all the businesses that the Kardashians and Jenners are involved with, but I think it just shows the breadth of what they can sell and how quick and how powerful their sales are. But that being said, does the Kardashian effect have any bearing? Does it have any worth within the supplement industry? Now, depending on how long you've been a professional within this supplement industry or just a fan of the supplement industry taking products as a consumer, you might not be aware that the Kardashians had quite the rocky start in the industry as Kim, Khloe, and Kourtney Kardashian began as spokespeople in 2009 and were ultimately sued in 2012 for $5 million regarding their quick trim dieting supplements. A class action lawsuit stated that the Kardashians made false deceptive marketing claims. Now that same year, there was a settlement for that class action lawsuit, I believe in California or New York, the Quick Trim brand um, had to essentially give a 50% refund to all the customers that had bought the product. And they also had to redesign their packaging to make sure the claims and everything were not deceptive. The Kardashians have also been involved with the Fit Tea line and have promoted the line of detox teas over the years which according to the CEO has done well over $100 million in combined sales since the company's inception in 2013. Now, Kourtney Kardashian has been involved with the Vital Proteins brand for the last few years. And Vital Proteins, as you might know, was acquired in 2020 by Nestle, I think in their health sciences division, for an undisclosed amount, but Vital Proteins did reportedly do about $250 million in revenue in 2020. Vital Proteins did extend the partnership with Kourtney Kardashian in 2019 with a co-branded Vital Protein slash Poosh lineup that now has four total products. And Poosh's kind of an interesting shop attainment website that is kind of akin to Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop 
website. So there's just like a lot of content on there. There's also some curated products. There's also just like a ton of entertainment that people constantly are going into that website. So they have events and a lot of other things that are kind of combined with that. So within that curation, Kourtney Kardashian also does curate some several other like supplements. And it's unknown how much the Poosh website does in terms of revenue or how all of their kind of revenue arms are, are kind of producing. If it's some sponsored content or events or marketing dollars or just sales through those curated products. But just to kind of give you guys some context, of a Goop with Gwyneth Paltrow. Somewhere in 2019, they did raise some capital that valued their company at $250 million. Since then, they've grown immensely, so I'd imagine that's probably closer to $500 million in value right now. So there is potentially a ton of value that Kourtney Kardashian has been able to make within kind of the health, fitness, wellness, nutri-cosmetic area. But the most ambitious kind of supplement attachment to the Kardashian personal brands in recent years has been in October 2020, Khloe Kardashian announced her new role as global spokesperson and partner of premium collagen blend range Dose & Company as it launches into the United States. In addition to representing Dose & Company as the global face of the brand, Chloe is an actively involved partner working closely with the team on product development, marketing initiatives, sustainability efforts, and business strategy. Dosing Company was founded in 2019. It's actually a New Zealand-based company. It was created by Libby Matthews. She is a qualified neuropath and nutritionist. And after becoming a mother, she was inspired to create eco-conscious collagen products that promote holistic wellness from the inside and out. So overall, this aligns with the trending Nutri-Cosmetic category that has been getting a lot of attention in the market, both from just like consumer demand online, but also through a lot of extra merchandising. And, and Dosing Company was launched immediately at the end of 2020 through a number of different retail, large retail channels. You had Target, you had Vitamin Shop, you had GNC, you had Amazon slash Whole Foods, and a number of other retailers. Now it's unknown exactly how well these products are moving, at least initially, but if you do a spot check on the merchandising ranking on Amazon, you do see this product is moving pretty well. Now, if you're comparing this to like a market leader like Vital Proteins, definitely not at that level yet, but there is you know, some price parity, some product parity, even though that dosing company only has you know, a few different products at this point. But admittedly, there's nothing all that special about the dosing company products. But if it meets the market expectations for these products uh, to the point where they're going to get some retention from reorders because the product is good, that's kind of all that you're looking for. It's really what's built off of that product that is the most important. And if you do look at some of those things with just the way that the product is put together on the packaging, I think it's really well. I think the eco-friendly, Plastic-free packaging is a good addition. I think their web experience is great. I think their social media is good. 
They also have Khloe Kardashian that seems to be highly engaged. She is constantly kind of using her IG stories to bring and repost um, items and stories around her use of Dose and Company. It, it does have the early making of something that could be successful. Now as supplements and functional CPG, especially the Nutri Cosmetics movement becomes even more popular amid the global health pandemic. It will be interesting to see if the Kardashians become more comfortable with the category again and start to look at utilizing the Kardashian effect to start either selling or partnering with supplement companies or if they start to launch maybe line extensions of be it Kim Kardashian's beauty line or Kylie Jenner's beauty line in the future as beauty from both the outside and the inside become more complete and holistic in the way that consumers look at implementing their beauty regimens.